Hello, God lovers, and welcome back to another episode of I Need God Pod. Today, I'm talking with Julia Serena. In the early 2000s, she attended an all-female Catholic boarding school run by an international Catholic federation known as Regnum Christi. Recruited at a summertime event in Canada, Julia was just a preteen when she was drawn to join the order and attend their boarding school. Allegations of abuse um, about the group's leader, Marcial McKeel, broke after his death in 2008, and today, the school has been shut down. Throughout most of his career, he was respected within the church as the greatest fundraiser of the modern Roman Catholic Church, and while his legacy of abuse overshadows much of the activity that happened at Julia's school, she's still able to glean some positive meaning from her experience and to share that with us today. Join us as we explore what it was like to attend Regnum Christi and dive into the 2000s Catholic boarding school girl experience. Content warning for talk of death and sexual misconduct. Jesus, let me not ever rebel against your instruments. It is God and not my formators. Jesus, I do not want to rebel against your instruments ever. Why would I make a sour face when they ask me something? Or why do I try to make excuses? Lord, if you appeared to me, surely I would obey without questions. But now, what is the difference? Increase my love and my trust. Lord, I want to be more obedient and submissive to your will for me in everything. The schedule is also your will. Help me, Lord, to live less according to my feelings and more according to your will and love for me. Wow. That so wait, you wrote that all yourself or was it like pre-written part of it or that was no, just from you? Yeah, I wrote that myself in high school. Yeah. Wow. Okay, amazing. Um welcome, Julia. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to have you. When you reached out to me with your story, I was interested because it's just like a perspective that I feel like is written about a lot maybe in like teen mm. media it, like reminds me of like Hogwarts <laughs> or like you know totally. gr- like girls novels where they're like you know what I mean where you're at this uh it almost seems like a fantasy place to me so I was like oh this is kind of yeah. interesting I want to hear about it what is your family's history with religion how were you raised great yeah great question so Um, My mom's side of the family um, is Italian Catholic, so similar to you, I think. Mm -hmm. And so my mom's side of the family was very religious. And like my Nono and Nona immigrated from Italy, like spoke Italian, barely spoke English. Their house was always full of like religious iconography. Um, And so we were raised Catholic. My dad actually wasn't Catholic. He was like, he was like United Church or something, which is like a Canadian, like Protestant church, but wasn't really like involved in it or anything. Mm -hmm. He later became Catholic because I guess kind of like the, the sad part of the story is my mom 
got really sick when I was young. She got cancer mm. and she she died when I was seven. Oh, wow. So so during that time, there was a lot of like intense religious mm. like practices just around like understanding all of that. And I was so young, right? Mm-hmm. When yeah. all of that was happening, right? It was like we had like priests and nuns like coming in a, in and out of our house. We had like relics being brought in of like saints and stuff. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> so it was pretty intense. And then my dad later became Catholic so that he could raise us Catholic because he knew that's what she would have wanted. Oh, I see. But I would say that outside of kind of that experience and when that was happening, my family wasn't like intensely Catholic. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like the way that like we were brought up after that was like, we'd go to, we'd go to mass on Sundays for sure, but it wasn't like we were praying the rosary every morning and we were right. like, you yeah. know, doing like really intense things all the time. Yeah. I That's became, how I was like, raised. <laughs> I became a religious fanatic, like on my own. <laughs> on your, right. Like no one is like really forcing you necessarily. You were kind of drawn in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess I could imagine, I mean, that seems like such a formative experience and happening at such a young age and just seeing the reaction, how death is dealt with, I guess, and how it's yeah. dealt with spiritually. Like, it yeah. would make me fascinated by that, too. Like, I don't think I'd ever forget that. <laughs> Right. And yeah. just like thinking about the afterlife and like mm. all of that. Right. Like as a right. young child, I was yeah. very like very exposed to that. And so right. I was, I think, just naturally predisposed to like be really interested in religion. Right. Right. Because for mm-hmm. me too, like religion, my interest in it does kind of have to do with life and death. Mm. <laughs> You know, yeah, and like when I'm thinking of death, like today I was actually thinking of death because my grandmother is Mm. 97, maybe. Wow, and I was just, yeah, and she is her parents were immigrants from Italy, so I was thinking, like, oh, she, like, if she doesn't die in her sleep or something and it's not sudden, like, we have to get her the last rites because that's like the last sacrament you can get. And I was thinking, like, if that doesn't happen, how sad that would be for me. But it's, like, it is some... It's about managing life and death somehow. Anyway, that is very... I did not know that about you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So that is kind of how... I mean, you were really young when you got recruited for this high school... Yeah. ...religious sect of Catholicism called (laughs) Regnum Christi, right? Yeah, So, like, do you remember your first encounter? How did you encounter Ragnar yes. Christie? Yeah. And so I'll just give a brief little background on it. So Regnum Christie is this like, yeah, like a Catholic sect kind of organization within Catholicism that was started by a priest in Mexico. And it has a group of priests. It has an order of priests called the Legionaries of Christ and then a group of women who are similar to nuns, but they're called consecrated women. And they take promises or vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, similar to a nun. But I guess the main real difference is, like, they're not directly, like, under the Pope or something. Like, they're more Uh directly under, like, the organization of Regnum Christi. So 
like if they wanted to leave they wouldn't have to ask permission from the pope like they could get permission from like the director right. regnum christie so they're not so it's a little they're not nuns per se they're like their own yeah. like fake nuns kind of they're, yeah i call them business nuns because business they nuns. like they they're like instead of like a habit they wore these like 80s like blazers and like skirts and high heels like that was their and like a long chain with like a big gold cross wow like that was that was like their uniform kind of (laughs) and they're always like kind of walking around in these high heels and like their business was to like recruit souls for god right Mm, so like sometimes i like call them business nuns but yeah so so those are that's who the consecrated are so the first time that i heard about regnum christi yeah i must have been like 11 years old maybe 12 and a friend of mine her family was very catholic like a more extreme kind of version of catholicism Mm -hmm. um and they were involved in regnum christi and so they were like helping put on this like girls retreat like out in the countryside okay and I got invited to it. My dad was like, yeah, this would be great for Julia to do. So he, like, signed me up. I remember, like, not really wanting to go. Mm. Um, but he, like, signed me up. And I had, to, I think I had to, like, fundraise for it, like, sell, like, chocolates or something. So I was, like, didn't want to do it. But my friend was going. So I was like, oh, it'll be whatever. It'll be fine. So I went to this retreat, like, out in the countryside. And, like, I remember being, like, really kind of, like, awed by these women by these business nuns mm. they had like such a like an energy to them that like when they mm. would talk about god it was so personal and like passionate that <laughs> that was like different than i had like experienced right Cause, yeah like, Cause, i went like, to when mass... i imagine that kind of person i don't think mm-hmm. of a catholic person necessarily like yeah it's not super like we're trying to like save people you know, it's kind of like totally. you just go and do it. Like, yeah, it, it's interesting because it had, yeah, for sure, it had almost like more of an evangelical vibe. But then on the other hand, it was like super traditional Catholic too. Like the way that they celebrated mass was like really like, like sometimes we said mass in Latin and it was like we were singing Latin hymns and like kneeling and like receiving the Eucharist on our tongue and like doing a lot of like, practicing like the tradition of catholicism like very intensely and traditionally which i also loved because Mm -hmm. like like the the church that like i went to was more like kind of loosey-goosey like kind of some old people playing the guitar and like Mm. an old priest like talking about something Uh and this was like (laughs) this was like young people right and they were Uh like young and they were beautiful and they were excited about like (laughs) what they were doing i kind of love it too and especially like because they're trying to keep the tradition alive they're like no we have to do like these older traditions we're not bringing out a guitar (laughs) yeah exactly it was like only the organ like five part harmonies like yeah i love that and it was beautiful like Mm. that level of beauty also just like really speaks to me like i think Mm -hmm. that's one of the ways that i'm like super susceptible to catholicism is that like i love the art and i love the music and i love Mm -hmm. just like all of the ritual around it totally the vibe (laughs) i love the vibe like the incense the vestments yes the like chants right i know me too actually i light incense every time i record to give the vibe 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But it's like that is totally part of the aesthetic experience. The smell, there's, you know, yeah. every sense really, I guess, gets engaged very sensory and it's engaging and it's interactive too right like the mask right. you're like repeating things and you're standing totally. up and you're sitting down and kneeling yeah the performance of it and like going through that. the motions and your your body becomes part of the instrument I guess you mm, could say totally yeah yeah. Like, yeah you become one of the instruments yeah mm-hmm beautiful <laughs> so yeah so you um, so you pay yeah. you had to like fundraise to go to this girl's rich trip in the out in the yeah, countryside out in the countryside yeah and it was hosted by Redgum Christie or... yeah it was yes so it was run by by some consecrated women and they brought some girls from this high school in Rhode Island and they were like also wearing like skirts and like kind of had this look to them but they were young right like mm-hmm. they were like 13 14 15 mm-hmm. and they were also like leading like they were leading these activities and like giving talks and like were super <laughs> excited about what they were doing and were all passionate about it i was i was just like who are these people like i was mm-hmm. so intrigued mhm And then, like, during the retreat, I had this moment where I went to the chapel, like, by myself, and, like, nobody else was in there, and I just, like, knelt down in one of the pews, and I had this, like, I don't know, just this, like, wave watch over me of, like, kind of, like, experiencing God's love, I would say. Like, it was just this, like, experience of, like, connection. And I just like cried, like I cried and I cried for like 30 minutes or something. After that, I was like, okay, like who, whatever this is, like I'm joining it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I like need to like be a part of this. So then I went and I found the consecrated women, or I think we had like, we all had like one on one chats with them, like scheduled. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so it like, yeah. So, in, in my one-on-one, I'm like, I need to join. Like, I love this. You needed no just, convincing. You were like, I needed no convincing. on the door. Like, Sign me up. And then they were like, yes. And what do you think about this school in Rhode Island? Mm. They were like, it's for girls who are interested in discerning a vocation to become consecrated. Like, would you like to check it out? And I was like, well, sure. Yeah. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'd love to you... check it out. Yeah. And then okay. my my friend that I was on this retreat with, um, mm-hmm. she had a similar experience, but she was like, God's calling me to be consecrated. God wants me to be a consecrated woman. Wow. And, and we were like, we were like, let's do this. Let's go to this school. Let's like become like religious fanatics together. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the free portion of our episode. For the full thing, you could head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash I need God. And for $5, you could unlock an hour more of conversation with Julia and unlock all of the episodes we've made so far. So if you just want to check it out, you pay $5 one time, listen to as much as you want. You could always cancel. Um, the rest of the conversation is about the details of life within the sporting school, the daily schedule and the routines they had 
uh, Julia reads more from her diaries from that time. So if you're interested in this kind of conversation, it's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash I need God. And for those who pledge at the $9 tier, our angel tier, you're basically like a producer and we pray for them at the end of every episode. So if you please would join us in praying, close your eyes, let us pray for Allison White, Carson Reeves, Casey, Dakota Garcia, Jenna, Neve Parker, Nikki, Nicole Gautier, Sky Bryant, and Tyler Hill. For them, Lord, hear our prayer. <laughs> 